Welcome to Swipe Mike. This is a debut podcast of some of the craziest dating stories that are out there. Uh, this is actually from our live shows that we do around the world. The first show we just had was on the 16th of August here in Asheville, North Carolina at an amazing place called Summit Coffee in Asheville. And it was sponsored by Asheville Date Night Guide. So this is the first Podcast. I am Jackson. What is this about? What are we about to do? So the whole goal of Swipe Mike is to basically kind of reboot relationships and how dating is done. Remember back in the day, or maybe you don't, I remember back in the day you'd meet someone in a physical place and go to like a diner and talk for eight hours and get to know each other. Maybe you were kind of a fast mover, so you'd be in the club, meet somebody, go for drinks or go for breakfast afterwards and have a conversation. Maybe you met in church and you had a great conversation. Hey, we should have lunch sometime. That's the way things are. But now with the online apps, people have just totally lost how to connect with people. And it's getting sad. So, And we've also got this situation where bad dates are happening and no one's talking about it. Maybe they'll share it with their intimate friends or an occasion. Or maybe they're so ashamed of how bad the date is and they take blame on themselves that they won't even try to you know, talk about it and get it out there to make it better or to improve themselves or to learn I deserve someone better than the person I went out with. And that is the whole point of Swipe Mike. Swipe Mike is to bond over a date you hate. And with that being said, let's get this thing started. The next call you're going to hear is from a friend of mine who lives down under. That's right, Australia. If you think we have all the dating problems here in the United States and in Canada, that's not true. You have to go on the southern hemisphere. They have some of the craziest dating stories as well. So I'll I'll just let my friend in Australia explain what's going on. Hey, Swipe Mike, here's my story. Uh, Years ago when I was young and innocent and uh, still... Uh, out there on the dating scene, uh, active. I, I met a girl uh, out one night, and uh, you know, I was chatting to her, and for some reason, she thought I was foreign. She thought I was from uh, overseas, and so I did a thing that I, I I'd never done before, which is pretended to be from overseas, and I, I put on a Scottish accent, and uh, all of a sudden, I realized really thought I was, and um, she really liked it a lot more than she would have if I was just using my normal accent. So. I was talking to her in a Scottish accent for the rest of the evening, and uh, her and her friend were like so impressed with the fact that I was from overseas and had, you know all of the things about Scottish culture and everything. Anyway, um, it went really well, and by the end of the night, she actually quite liked me, so she gave me her phone number and uh, arranged a date about three days later. So three days later, I turn up and uh, 
I go to meet her, and um, I see her walking down the street. She's gorgeous. She's exotic, like she looks stunning. And I'm feeling super guilty, so I'm like, okay, I got to really tell this girl. Uh, but when she turns out, I couldn't just go straight into it. So I put back Scotty Sankson and started speaking to her. And uh, she said to me, she goes, you know what? You don't sound as Scottish as you did the other night. And I said, well, you don't sound as American as you did the other night. And she laughed, and it was all good. So we walked down the street to the restaurant where we're being booked. And before we went in, I thought, you know what? I've got to, I've got to be up front. I've got to tell her what's really going on. Because, you know, for me, it was kind of a little bit of fun. And then it got out of hand. And I'm like, okay, I can't, like, start a whole relationship like this. So, so I stop her in front of the restaurant. And I tell her, you know what? I'm not really, uh, not really Scottish. And she, her jaw dropped. Like, she really thought, oh, my God, I can't believe this. You lied to me, and I said, "Well, look, I wasn't really lying. I was just joking around, but it got out of hand, and you know, I didn't think anything of it. But then I realized I liked it, and she's like freaking out and thinking, oh my God, who's this guy? He's a liar and whatever.' So I says to her, "Listen, I've already got the restaurant booked. Uh, it's paid for. You know, just just you can, just can go one or two ways. You can just leave now, and you don't get uh, to, to know me, and you don't get a you know a nice dinner or whatever. Why don't you just come in and have a nice dinner? We'll have a chat, and you know what? At the end of it, if you don't want to date and see me, that's cool." And so, anyway, she did, and after about an hour and a half of dinner, uh, I managed to convince her I'm not a freak and I'm a, I'm a cool guy. And so we ended up uh, we ended up dating for about six months, and all went really well. It took about three and a half months to really actually trust me, and I uh, realized that I was just having a fun, uh, like a, just a fun joke the first time around, and it was all really good. It went well until one day she went on a yoga trip, a uh, yoga camp outside out of town, and uh, while she's at the ta- at the yoga camp, three days into it, uh, she meets another girl, and the other girl turns out to be my ex. Uh, just happened to be at the same yoga camp out of town, and uh, they didn't realize uh, who they were, but they were chatting, and and she says, "Oh, what are you doing after this? Oh, my boyfriend's coming to pick me up. Oh, who's your boyfriend?" So she starts telling her, and the other girl, my ex, says, "Oh, I know that guy. I used to date him too." Oh my God. So um, next thing you know, they're uh, comparing dates of when I when when we were all dating, and it turns out there was a slight what I'd call a a slight overlap, a little bit of a transition period, uh, not long, just a few, you know, like a week or two, uh, while I was transitioning from one to the other, and um, yeah, they weren't too happy about that, and uh, you know the term double or nothing. Well, I got nothing, and uh, they they went home together. So. Um, Anyway, that's what happens when uh, things don't start up on the right foot. So word to the wise, if you're going to meet someone that's really, really hot, and you really, really like her, don't use a fake accent. That tends to go not in the most positive way. And secondly, if you are going to date that person, make sure they don't go to the yoga retreat that your ex goes to and make sure that they don't have the hots for each other. To be honest, I would be okay with both my exes dating each other and not including me because, you know, there's some kind of affinity already there. Anyway, that might be a pervy thing to say, but that is what can happen when you use, a, you know, an accent and don't use your real voice. Now for our hungover report. Straight from Manila, Philippines, the thriller from Manila is Iris Montesclaros telling all of you foreigners out there, which basically everyone's a foreigner except if you're Filipino or speak to Tagalog or um, Visaya. So she's going to give you the scoop on where's the new hot spot to get your hangover on. So, so let me ask you this. 
So if you were going to advise people to go to Manila to party, where would you recommend that they go for like a date or like go to get their party on? Ooh. You take care of someone. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, you definitely go to Makati. Poblacion is the place now. Yeah, but that's what, what's the name of the place? I'm sorry, in Makati. Um, it's called Poblacion. That the area Poblacion. Poblacion. Okay. Why? Why is that a cool place? Why would you take a date there instead of going solo? What do you mean, like, doing solo? Like, oh, because... Um, are we speaking... <laughs> the thing is, I know you speak, like, four or five languages, no, but I'm very... No, no, it, my, I think I think my response is delayed. Oh, gotcha. I can hear myself when you're listening. To oh, me. sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, Poblacion, I don't know if you, you're familiar with... You're familiar with the red light district in Makati, Of right? course, Burgos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Go ahead. Like, they used to be like little bars and um, restaurants, like hole in the wall places. Yeah. And now, because um, I think that is the place, I think that is one of the places in Makati that is the cheapest. Oh. I mean, real estate-wise. Nice. Like, it's not. It's it's close to the Makati Commercial Business District. Yeah, you can walk to it. But it's not right on Ayala. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you have to walk like. Right. And, yeah. So, and it also has um, a very you know diverse population. It's it's mixed residential and commercial. Yeah, because Rockwell and, is right um, there. Rockwell is right behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right behind it. Exactly. Exactly. So that area. So you would um, recommend someone. Like, so you would recommend international people from flying 17, 18 hours get off their flight, check into their hotel, go straight to Burgos Street, Makati. <laughs> not for Burgos. Not, not, not Burgos. The surrounding streets of Burgos. Okay, let's. Yeah, let's, but a foreigner, like a foreigner's gonna go straight to where of the red light, like a mock no, to no, a plane. No, 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 no. Not. That's the wrong, wrong kind of foreigner. The foreigners I know wouldn't listen go to that, foreigners. Go. You you are not allowed. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, that's that's a that's a dodgy kind of foreigners. Like I don't trust any foreigners. That's like, oh, I just saw like the red light just you walk right into it. Like, bitch, there's like ten other streets behind it. Why would you go straight into the red light district? And the thing is, yeah. And the thing is, yeah. So. You remember, like, Burgos starts on Makati Ave, right? Right. Like, it, 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 begins, it begins there. Right. And it ends at Kalayaan Avenue. Right. So when you cross Kalayaan Avenue, all the streets there now are the super cool streets, like the fucking cool streets. Nice. And so one of the streets there, um, Don Pedro, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's peppered with all of these really cool hostels, hostel rooftop bars. Nice. Um, Cuban bars. Nice. Uh, um, what do you call it? It's like um, really special like beer places Brew. and with really cool bar de- decor. Like the the thing the thing now with the, the population is you don't only the 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 competition is so intense between the bars because there's a lot of them. Of course. Right. Right. So because there's there's so much competition, it's it's about who serves not only the best drinks. 
but also who has the coolest looking bar. So oh. everywhere you go, it's just super cool. Like, and then the and also the crowd. Okay, one of the best things with the crowd, uh, one of the best things about the place is actually the crowd. Okay. Because because the the the, the, the drinks are reasonably priced, but it's still in Makati. Right. It's not super cheap, so it it discourages like students going there. Right. Right. So you don't see really a lot of like people who are too young. Right. And also. Because it's in Makati, it's right smack. It's like on the edge of Makati. Poblacion is right on the edge of Makati. Nice. So people from Makati and also from Mandaluyong and maybe from Ortigas can come can go there like conveniently. Oh, nice. Because so also it's it's because all yeah, the jeepneys so mostly the jeepneys show up that and yeah, 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 right. And not only that, I guess the, like the Uber, the um, like if you get like a Grab, you just. If, like for me, I, I work in Mandaluyong. I just have to cross the Mandaluyong Makati Bridge, and I'm already in Poblacion. Nice. But what so about like? But Makati. what about like guest relationship officers? Is there a lot of those in that area? No, it's like no, it's not even. It's not even like the. It's not the red light district. Oh, nice. It's like the. I got to see this. I got to see it myself. I want to see this. This sounds amazing. It sounds like Makati's just had like a whole, like a total revision. Amazing. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's it's like okay, how do I explain? It? It, it's like a really totally um, a, a total hipster and a corporate guy. It's like a total hipster and a corporate corporate. Walk into a bar and there's a and parrot. And baby. Oh, and they have a baby. No, it's like no, yeah, like. A, a, hip, a hardcore hipster and a corporate rat made a baby. That's what Poblacion is. Nice. Sounds, sounds kind of incestuous, so but okay, I like it. But the thing is, um, aside from it really being cool, and of course there's like a lot of people, a lot of women there who, it's kind of undetectable, but they offer like services while they're partying, you know. But the thing is, it's like not copied like, services and fax services. They could do email. But I think, but they, I think they're more low key about it. Yeah. Because of it's really, because the, the, the crowd is really like working, educated and working millennials and younger Gen Xers. Nice. So it's, it's yeah, so it's, you, you feel safe like going to like, going bar hopping is that where and you were also, last night is that why you have a hangover now no i went to bgc i told you so basically what she's saying is go towards the red light district but don't go towards the red light district because behind the red light district is the cool spots but if you get trapped in the you know burgos street which is the red light district with all the guest relationship officers you're not going to make it to the fun hipster uh, corporate rat location for you to get your party on. So now is a great time to be able to bring up a story called Dose DUIs. This is the live performance of Swipe Mike that happened at Summit Coffee Asheville, presented by Asheville Date Night Guide. Have you ever dated someone you cared so much for them that you got them out of DUI the first time, and then at the second time you said, screw it.
just leave them in the let's just leave them in the can. Um, this is for anybody who is curious of whether or not you can get two DUIs in one night. It is possible. It's happened to my ex. Um, so we were in a long distance relationship. I was going to App State. He was in a PhD program at Georgia State living in Atlanta. And I was graduating. This was in May of 2006. So lo and behold, of course, before he leaves Atlanta, he, ha he has to stop and get a 12-pack or maybe a case. It was probably a case because I think it was gone by the time he got to Hickory. Um, got pulled over and called me from jail. I was in Boone getting, you know, like hanging out with my family or doing whatever. I'm like, so he's like, yeah, I, um, I'm in jail. <laughs> I need somebody to bail me out. I'm Hickory. I just got pulled over and got a DUI. So I was like, fuck, shit, really? I'm graduating tomorrow. This is this is not good. So of course, because I you know I love him and I care about this guy, I, I drive down to Hickory to get his ass out of jail. So we did. And I don't know if this is standard procedure, but the police let him take his car. I mean, maybe only in Hickory, North Carolina. I don't know. Um, so anyway, we start trucking up the mountain, going through you know whatever else is there, Lenore and Blowing Rock. So anybody who knows Blowing Rock, the area, the, the four-lane road that goes from Boone to Blowing Rock, there is almost every night of the week a roadblock. So he's following me, and we're just like, do, 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 do. And I go through the roadblock just fine, because obviously I haven't been drinking. Um, but him, he, he, he had been drinking so much that he was still pretty wasted, and I don't know what his blood level was. It was pretty high still. Enough for them to take him to jail in Blowing Rock. So there you have it. Two DUIs in one night. Who can do it? I won't tell you his name, but yeah, it's anonymous. I did not. I kept going. I went on to Boone and I graduated the next day. His dad came to my graduation. He did not. So um, yeah, we, we still we still talk and you know we're friends. I haven't talked to him in about a year, but that was you know this happened in 2006. So that can if you didn't do the math on how long it's been since we've been together, that was that was it for me. I was like, eh, TDUIs. Only one person in the world can do that, and of course he was my man. So yeah, that's it. Dating stories. So the next swipe mic story is a little bit about cancellation karma. Be careful what you cancel on because the karma might come back and get you. Okay. It was a really, really weird time in my life. Um, I was out at dinner with a girlfriend, and um, our server was really cute. This was before I was dating that guy in the back, just to set the record straight. <laughs> and... Um, he let me drink underage, so that was cool. And we exchanged numbers. We hung out. Um, our first date was uh, just him coming over to mine and my friend's place, and um, it was, like, very, very high school. He, like, gave me a massage, and we made out. Um, <laughs> I was young enough to think that was, like, really romantic and cool. It wasn't. Um, but... A couple of days later, he texted me to hang out again, and I agreed to, and then that night rolled around when we were supposed to have plans, and I didn't want to go. Um, not because there was anything wrong with him, really. I just didn't want to go, 
And so I made up a really shitty excuse and I bailed on him. And me and my friend went out. And the place that we went out to, he was there. <laughs> With a beautiful, beautiful blonde. And um, he saw me. <laughs> and he texted me while he was with this beautiful blonde, really mad and just being shitty about the fact that I blew him off and he sees me here and I'm very clearly not sick and I'm an asshole. And months later, I Facebook stalked him out of curiosity and turns out that beautiful blonde was his fiance for a long time. That's my story. Wow, that's great. <laughs> so the next story for Swipe Mike, uh, if your name is Brad, you might be heavily offended. If you don't like chocolate, you might be heavily offended. So this next story is about a guy named Brad who doesn't like chocolate. I dated a guy named... Is there anybody here named Brad? Okay. I dated a guy named Brad. We all know a Brad, right? Um, the rule of thumb is don't ever date a guy named Brad. But I did anyway, and we dated a while, and it was awful, except for he was really good in bed, <laughs> redeemed himself there with his name and his lame personality. So that went on for a while, and then we broke up, meaning I dumped him, and then I was kind of, you know, hanging out with somebody, and Brad, I'm going to say it like that, Brad, had always wanted me to go to All Souls Pizza, which I don't eat cheese, and I don't eat bread, and I do actually in secret. I just usually don't put them together, um, and I like it so much I probably overeat, and I'd look like a fat cow, so I choose not to go there. But on this particular day, hanging out with these other folks, this new kind of person, we go to All Souls Pizza. <laughs> and we sit outside, and there's only a couple people out there. It's a gorgeous day. We're sitting down. We get some food. I got salad. I did not get pizza. And we're talking about dessert. They were talking about dessert. I immediately jumped on the wagon because I love dessert, especially chocolate which is where the conversation went, and everybody was talking about chocolate, and I said, you know what? Having had a couple of drinks, which I don't drink, but apparently I do sometimes, and so when I drank, when I don't usually, and I was drunk, and I said, oh my God, you won't believe this. This guy dated Brad, hated chocolate. He hated chocolate. I mean, can you believe he hated chocolate? He would get so upset that I would pick on him about not liking chocolate. I'm like, who doesn't like chocolate? He'd say, well, everybody in my whole life has picked on me because I don't like chocolate. I'm like, well, are you allergic to chocolate? He said, no. Just quit talking about the fucking chocolate. So, but I kind of like talking about it anyway because he was kind of a douche. But anyway, um, <laughs> So I'm sitting there with my friends who were also very drunk, more than I was, and I told them that story that he didn't like chocolate. And they were like, are you freaking kidding me? Who doesn't like chocolate? And I was like, he doesn't like chocolate. And about that time, I look up, 
There's nobody. Uh, there's only two tables out there when I got there. There's no tables there except for one, and it's Brad. <laughs> and he's sitting there with some other girl telling her one of the same stories he told me because I saw him doing the little hand gestures. I don't remember the story. It was pretty lame. But he was being very animated, and she was like, you know, because even though his name was Brad and he was lame, he was really good in bed. And I could tell they had already been having sex because she was all like, uh, you know, like you could be saying nothing and I just want to take you home right now. And so that's what happened. And they were drunk and thought it was funny. And they all looked at him and they were like, that guy? You did that guy? He's ugly. Look, he's got a bald spot right there. That guy's that guy, Brad. He doesn't like chocolate. And I was like, just kind of keep it down, you know. But they went with it, and that was hilarious. So I never got all souls. I never would go with him. First time I had ever been. We happened to be talking about chocolate. He's the only person in the world that I know that does not like chocolate. I happened to be drinking, which I rarely do. And I happened to just text him, hey, what's up? While he's sitting there with his girl, I thought it was hilarious. Um, so that's pretty much the story. After that, uh, we left. He went to his car where it's all cracked and falling apart. And you could see he was like making all the moves on her and she's all like dreamy. And anyway, it's hilarious when you see your ex with somebody else. Um, just saying, especially when they don't like chocolate. <laughs> Who doesn't like chocolate? That's it. So the next Swipe Mike story you're going to hear is kind of a young love. Remember when you were serenaded one time with a song or a poem or something that someone had drawn about you? But what if that song or that poem basically not only told them how much they cared about you, but also told you the end of the relationship? Okay. So let me paint you a picture real quick. Great. It is summer of 2015. I am 19 years old. I am back home at my parents' place between freshman and sophomore year of college, and I'm dating this guy. So it's the 4th of July, and we're hanging out, and he looks at me and he goes, hey, I wrote a song about you. Do you want to hear it? To which, of course, my 19-year-old self says, hell yes. So he sits me down, he looks at me square in the face, pulls out his phone, and hits play on this voice memo. Well, yeah, she's no good for me, and no, we couldn't be hell. Maybe we shouldn't be, but desire tastes like fire on my lips. It came as no surprise to me. I saw her identity, it said... Miss Whiskey Well, she's a walk down the street Tasing kiss on your cheek Feels just like the sunshine and beach Now, boy, I'm a lucky man If it's from one to ten, she's damn 
Got blonde hair, blue eyes, red lipstick, oh my, oh my. Cute dress, she's a high mess. No, wait, that's a short skirt with a crop top shirt. Oh, damn, girl, you're killing me. Asked you to dance and you're feeling me. Just against my heart, you're thrilling me. Baby, what's your name? Miss Whiskey. And she's a walk down the street, teasing kiss on your cheek. Feels just like the sun shining beach. Boy, I'm a lucky man. Fits from one to ten. She's damn. And the best part. She's a walk down the street, teasing kiss on your cheek. She's a white girl who literally can't even dance but when it comes to sweet romance. Well, she told her they can't sue. Sweet thing must be a dream, but if she's a G, well, she fooled me. Boy, I sure am ahead of one lucky man, and if it's from one to ten, she's damn. Um, I never saw him again. <laughs> I don't like country music. And that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to Swipe Mike. This is the debut podcast. And remember, these last stories that you just heard were recorded live at Summit Coffee and River Arts District in Asheville, North Carolina. If you would like to participate in the Swipe Mike, you don't have to be at the live show. You can leave us a voicemail. The phone number, it's free. Just leave us a text or leave a voicemail. The phone number is 828-569-6699. Or send us a message or a direct message at... Uh, swipe Mike Instagram, Swipe Mike Snapchat, Swipe Mike Facebook. We tried to make it as easy as possible. I'm your host, Jackson, and remember, the goal for Swipe Mike is to bond over a date you have. <laughs>